The Living in Solitary podcast engages in mature subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. He spent the remainder of his days living in solitary, sitting alone in the dark, waiting for the end of the world. Sometimes, in the dark, when I'm most alone, the words softly escape my lips. Help me. Help me. I say it. I know no one or thing will respond. Nothing will change. I will continue to despair. But still, I utter it like a hopeless fool. This is a solitary man. And every so often, I have to ask myself, what's the point? And uh, many people are caught up in the minutiae of their lives. And I don't think they stop to really ask, what is the point of all of this? Um, They can probably come up with a surface answer, or they may say, I do this for my children, or I do this, you know, for my craft, or something of that sort. But I'm... I mean to ask the question from a very deeply introspective perspective. What is the point of all of the things we put ourselves through? What's the point of working? If that's the question you're going to ask, what is the point of being alive? Why are we here? For me, that is the most important question a person can have, is why are you actually here on this planet, or whatever you want to call it? It's an extremely difficult question to answer. Um... Most mainstream answers or ideologies will say, God put you here and he gave you a purpose. But I have not experienced anything called God. So I don't, and not for lack of trying, believe me, (laughs) my journey has been one of seeking the source or this God everyone speaks of. That's been my life's work. So not for lack of trying, but 
if there isn't a God, as one doesn't exist now that I know of, what is the point? There's no core. There's no core or being. Now, the powers that be would uh, love to have you believe that we just evolved and we're pointless. And sure, you know, if that's what you want to believe, go ahead. I'm not here to prove or disprove any of that. I, I, I personally don't know, so I couldn't answer that question. But for those of us who believe that there's some sort of intelligent design behind this, where is it? <laughs> where is that design? You know, I was raised to believe in intelligent design. So maybe that's why I reach out to some, some form of understanding that employs intelligent design. But such a thing doesn't literally exist. Not that I've seen. <laughs> Not that I've experienced. So we're just here. Why? And if I don't have that purpose, if there's no balance in this life that says, okay, there's an intelligent design. If you, if you treat people a certain way, you'll be treated a certain way. I have, I have learned through my life that that does not happen. You treat people in the way you want to be treated, and that does not happen. It never happened when I was growing up, and even less now. So it's not to say, oh, recently the balance of the world has been shifted and oh now people really don't care people never cared <laughs> there was never any depth of caring hey people are just more brazen now we live in a world now that has it, it's made everybody believe they're smart and that they know everything so as a result they're even more arrogant and set in their ways But there are some people who we wonder why this lack of balance. Some may say it's because this greater power is set to return. And that's why everything's getting so bad now, because it's about to happen. But I can't take anybody's word for that. The same forces, the same, you can... Even if you want to say government, government means mind control. It's a uh, Latin derivative. I don't have the, the, the words in front of me now, but it, it literally means mind control. So let's just say government because uh, people say they. I'm like, who is they? I don't even know who they is. So at least with government, we can give it a little bit of a, an identity. So our government... They're responsible for educating us and giving us even our religions, our Bibles. All of our educational material comes from someplace. All of our sources, you can say, they come from someplace. And the more you research into where these sources come from, they all come from the same place. So 
the ideologies that permeate our society that say that there is no God comes from the same place. The ideologies that say there is a God come from the same place. <laughs> you know, when you develop uh, some sort of self-awareness and you realize that you're a slave here, it doesn't matter what so-called color you are or whatever, you're a slave and you're indoctrinated whether you believe it or not or understand how deeply you are or not, then you realize that your experiences and your understanding of God comes from the same people who shape your entire worldview and make you think that you've come up to your own conclusions. So as a result, I can't trust in this concept of God, balance or karma as I don't see it exemplified or proven in a way that actually changes things or actually makes sense. It's all about, you know, believing in bells and whistles and make-believe. People say sky daddy now, and I think that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> as somebody who um, was deeply spiritual and into that sort of stuff, I think it's pretty funny. Sky daddy. <laughs> But um, there is a severe lack of balance. I always said, if I saw karma, I would kill it. Because <laughs> karma, karma owes me a whole lot of... I've invested a whole lot into karma. And because I lack a shitty character, you know, I'm not a piece of shit. And because of that, I have suffered and continue to suffer. I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen to me, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, very shortly, I don't even know I'm going to be able to pay my bills. I'm not currently employed. So I really don't know what's going to happen. And I'm just kind of like, whoa, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I, um, I can't go back to this 9 to 5 situation. And this is somebody who's worked... Whew, I've been in the workforce for for a while. I'm 41 now. And I've been working since I was about 15. You can say doing things here and there. Maybe even younger if you consider I had to work with my father in his uh, real estate endeavors. But I've been working for a long time. And I've been doing a 9 to 5 thing for a long time. And I have nothing of value to show for that. Okay, I, and to, to get ahead in that world, you need to be a snake. You, you need to be a disgusting person to succeed. You, you know, and there was a breakdown I saw about succeed, which means sucking seed. <laughs> you know, which is, it, that is what it is. To get ahead in, in the, in the corporate world or the nine to five world, you need to be a devious, disgusting person. And I, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't, man, let me tell you, if I could, I would not be recording this podcast right now. I would be very successful. Okay. Manipulating people is something that I am very familiar with. As a child, 
I was a manipulative person because we were very poor and I was abused very regularly <laughs> uh, by my father. And the only way for me to have a sort of childhood, you can say, is, is to be manipulative, is to manipulate a classmate out of candy or, <laughs> you know, some sort of, I'll, I'll probably get into an episode about that at some point. Tell you guys what my childhood was like. It's a lot of fun. But it gave me a severe amount of anxiety being a shitbag. I never wanted to actually be that. I just wanted to be a child and, and live and have a childhood that was comparable to, to other people's. I didn't have to be amazing, but just, you know, just a decent childhood, which I didn't get. Um, as soon as I got the opportunity to not have to be a manipulative person, I shut that down. I became the person that I am now where I can be straight up. I can be honest. I can work for what I feel I deserve, you can say, if you want to put it like that, instead of stealing or conning or manipulating you know, after I left my childhood, I would say even before I was 18, I was out of those ways. Uh, you know, that was part of me growing up. I like to just be straight up above the board. Not, not a weakling, not somebody who has to be a coward and do all of this stuff. But in the world we're in, those talents that I had... Especially now, because back in the day, people weren't as fucking stupid as they are now. So there's only so much you can do as far as conning people. There's so much you can do as far as manipulating. Nowadays, wow. If I was the person I was back in the day, wow, I would be rich. <laughs> people are fucking stupid. There are more stupid than they've ever been. And I've said this multiple times and I will continue to. They, people are really, really, really dumb right now. And that was part of the plan. You know, many people will say that, oh, it's part of the plan. The government's dumbing you down and TV and everybody says this, but nobody gives a, an actual fuck. They say it and then go back to their bullshit. But this is true. People are, I'm even dumber. We're all dumber. Their, their faculties I no longer employ because I use a cell phone. So they're things I don't have to think about. But then I wonder, to bring it back, what's the point? I don't want to be that person. And I'm guessing now it's not really because it's fucked up, which it is. But it's because it doesn't make me feel good. The anxiety, like I said. At this stage of the game, I'm not going to say whether it's good or bad. Because those concepts don't seem to apply. It's more so that I just couldn't sit with it or it wouldn't sit well with me to be a shitbag. So I don't know. And I look around at people who live in this world and act like pieces of shit to get ahead and it makes me hate people. I hate, and it's sad because I 
know that not everyone on this planet is a piece of shit, but you just can't help but generalize. You know, there isn't anybody in my circle, anybody who I interact with, which is really this, <laughs> these days, nobody. <laughs> There's nobody I really interact with um, who isn't a piece of shit in some way. And the reason why I label people pieces of shit is you cannot live in this world and think everything is okay. It means you're the the veils over your eyes, you're you have to literally be crazy. You you have to be insane. And we we're all insane to to a certain extent. That's a theory I have. That we are all insane to a certain extent because we live in this world. And this world is not right. It's it's fucked. So when I speak to somebody and they say something like, oh, yeah, you know, things just hard the way they are and you just have to do what you got to do. And all, you know, it's that when you give in and that's what your your worldview is, that's what your outlook on life is. I can't help but think you're a piece of shit. Because how have you allowed yourself to be closed off to everything that's going on here, whether you're deluding yourself whether you're you've just i guess drank the kool-aid <laughs> you know the indoctrination is more thorough on you than it is on me who knows there could be there could be any reason and to be honest it's probably not even your fault that i think you're a piece of shit you're a victim we're all victims of this world and people love to think that yeah, you know, you just got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, you just got to. All of that power is fake. You don't have the power to pick your, yourself up by your bootstraps. People say we're free. You're not free. There are places, there are places on this planet that you don't even know about. But you can't go. If you had all the money in the world, you wouldn't be able to go to these places. You think every place you see or every every destination on a map is someplace you can go there. So all the maps are completely real and true. There's no hidden place ever <laughs> that you don't have access to with your freedom and your money. There's no kind of food or no kind of, you know, you know, if you just sat for a minute and thought about it, you realize that you're not actually free. You're not free to go where you want or do what you want. Even if you're rich, you're not free. You can't just take somebody's life, for instance, without consequence. You know, some people think they're, they're homeowners. You don't even really own anything here. And that's a whole different. I can, you know, I'm not trying to get too crazy into all the other bullshit. But we're not free. We're victims. But nobody cares. They just say, hey, pick yourself up by your bootstraps or do this or do that. And uh, that will solve your issues. You know, if you're uh, yours, you're not out there in society, you're not contributing. It's your fault. Everything's your fault. That's that's the part that I like. When you figure out that, hey, we're being there's a big con game being run on the entire population 
regardless of your color or your nationality or whatever you want to call it, there's a whole big con game being run. You're like, yeah, well, pick yourself up. You can't just be a victim. You got to go and take what you, you got to go and take what you want. What I want is a system that actually works. How do I go and take that? The rest, if, if, if I can't get that, then the rest of it is just coping, which means I should go out there. Or even if you start your own business, you start a business and you go out and hustle and you provide a service to people that continues feeding this corrupt, disgusting, evil system. So, yeah, I can start a business. I've started businesses before. So varying levels of success. <laughs> well, let's just say they're not, they haven't been successful. But I have had some success in starting my own business. You know, I have made money, which is really not a lot. <laughs> but I've done it. But you're, you still, you're still a cog in the system. You're not above the system. And the system is not designed for you to win. You're not here to win. You're here to be a slave and feed the system. I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> I'm not averse to work. Work is cool, man. I have no issue with work. But I need it to be meaningful. I need to be contributing to something that actually matters. Okay, so starting my own business or, you know, hustling or going back to the nine to five wage slavery, that's not it. That's not going to work for me. So what's left is to cope, I guess. And we all cope. You know, I, I will say, because there, there are plenty of things people say uh, to social outcasts. They say, you know, work out, work on yourself. And, you know, all the crappy hair regurgitated, especially in the manosphere. That's a whole another episode I have to get into. Because uh, I had a MGTOW channel for a while. And even on my channel, I said, you know, the name of it was uh, Man Going My Own Way. And I believed at that point in the ideology of MGTOW uh, dealing with relationships and all that sort of trash. And I'm going to get into another episode. This is, this is definitely for another episode, speaking about the grift that is the Manosphere and MGTOW and even feminism. It's, you know, these movements that they originate from the same place as, as religion and science and all. You know, they all come from the same place. Um, but even when I was part of that, my name was Man Going My Own Way. Now it's the solitary man. <laughs> but it was Man Going My Own Way. And I had said in that, in that channel, that's, it's part of my mission statement, I said that if MGTOW ever gets to a point where it doesn't align with my beliefs, I'm out. That's the point of MGTOW. MGTOW was men going their own way. So I was a man going my own way. And that means that if there's anything whether it's MGTOW or whatever it is that no longer aligns with your beliefs and prevents you from going your own way, then I'm out. But MGTOW became this whole, you know, what MGTOW is now compared to what it was when I was 
<laughs> putting out content, uh, you know, when it was more of a grassroots, you can say, movement, it's, it's garbage now. But, you know, that was all by design, of course. But anyway, in those communities, the Manosphere, they say, yeah, cope, work on yourself and get your money up and just work out, bro. And just, you know, but those things don't apply to me. I, I always worked out. I was a personal trainer. <laughs> I've trained I've trained in about four or five, five different forms of martial arts. Um, even MMA, I was doing that for a while, jiu-jitsu. I was always somebody who was interested in getting in shape. I was, I was a fatter kid. But once I got to a certain age, uh, fitness was my life. So working out, improving your body, for me, didn't change a damn thing. Um, other things you'll say are like no fap, you know, don't beat off. I don't beat off. So I've had, I've definitely had, you know, my share of beating off in life, but I don't do that now. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not beating off and the world's still shit. <laughs> you know, and people say, oh, it's, is it you, socially awkward? You, you probably can't get girls. You're an incel. And like, no, I've had plenty of sex. Um, I'm not in any relationships now and I'm not looking for any. I haven't been intimate. That's what you want to say. I haven't been intimate in three years now. Since, yeah, since 2020. I haven't been with anybody. Uh, I'm a tall, attractive man. <laughs> so, you know, it's not even a matter of, of genes, you can say. I'm 6'4". You know, I'm 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 a very masculine man. I I can you can even say I get looks here and there um from the ladies, though I'm not checking for any lady. I'm not checking for anybody. But I'm not an ugly person. I'm not gonna say I'm the most beautiful. I consider myself to be a beautiful man. <laughs> but I'm not gonna walk around saying, Oh, I'm I'm Mr. Hot Shit and all the ladies love me. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that a lot of the stereotypes that get thrown out about people who, who have withdrawn from society simply don't apply to all of us. Okay, there are people who look at the world and say, wait a second, this world is fucked, so I'm not going to participate. And as a result, they're ostracized, they lose their family, friends, loved ones, jobs, all these sorts of things, and it's their fault, apparently. <laughs> because they've decided to be human and not suppress what's going on within them and not say, hey, this is just the world. They've said, no, this is wrong. Something is wrong. You know? And... Maybe you can say, oh, I have beef with the creator or God or whatever, whatever you want to call it. You can say that because what, what's the point? Where, where is this? <laughs> I know I don't know the, the ways of the creator if there is one. 
But who puts somebody through that? Who takes the tender-hearted people of this planet and, and puts them through the shit and says, hey, it's their fault? Who strips away, or what entity strips away everything from somebody who says, no, this isn't, this isn't the right <laughs> this isn't the right reality. Something's wrong here. And then the powers that be say, okay, well, fuck you. Uh, well, you're just going to be by yourself now. You're not going to have anybody uh, to talk to or anybody who's on your level, who's, who's going to try to look through things the way you look through them, who's going to say there's more to what's going on, and who's not going to put up with just being a slave for the rest of their life. No, fuck you. You're fucked. Your fault. <laughs> You're going to be by yourself now. And I'm supposed to say, oh, yeah, I love God. I, yeah, I believe. <laughs> I believe. My God moves heaven and earth. <laughs> or better yet, oh, man. That, that's, it's my fault because my ancestors, not me, my ancestors, they, they were fuck-ups. So... So God was like, yeah, I'm going to punish your kids. Because <laughs> we asked to be here, you know? I said, hey, man, I want to be here. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> you know, I was in my father's balls, and I was like, hey, man. Hey, pops, I want to be on this planet, man. I want you to whip my ass every day. <laughs> totally asked for that. It's amazing. And I know it sounds... You know, it sounds like, oh, who hurt you? And I, yeah, we've all been hurt. That's another thing. When people say who hurt you, I'm like, so nobody's ever been hurt by anybody or anything. Who hurt you? Really? That is that the best you can come up with? Nobody's, nobody's ever been hurt by anybody. Nobody's ever hurt you. If you're a man, a woman never hurt you. If you're a woman, a man never hurt you. You've just been honky-dory. And, and when somebody's hurt, it's their fault. Who hurt you? You should just, you know? And for me, since my journey has always been so-called spiritual, at the end of it all, I don't give a fuck about the people. You know, the people, and there have been many people who have hurt me, and there are people I've hurt. So I'm not going to act like I'm Mr. Innocent. I've hurt people, but never to that extent, never to the extent of being completely grimy or disgusting. I'm just saying that our actions can hurt other people, whether we're even aware of them or not. Like, for instance, if there's a, a girl who wanted a woman, whatever you want to say, who wanted to date me and I thought she was not attractive. <laughs> I turn. I remember there was a woman in the club who was talking, you know, she was she. Uh, tried to strike up a conversation and I was very standoffish that hurt her. <laughs> That's not like a, I'm, I'm laughing, but it's not funny, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, well, men get rejected all the time. I've gotten rejected all the time. So, you know, it happens. But that's what I mean when I say my actions, I'm sure, have hurt others. I've never gone out of my way to hurt people. Not in the way that people do now. People are seriously grimy out here. <laughs> but we all hurt somebody. You know, so I'm not even worried about that. People are going to be people. And at this stage of the game, I have no humanity on a whole. I have no faith in. I have no 
I don't trust nobody. Nobody. Blood. You can be blood. You can be whoever you are, whatever you I don't trust a single person. I only trust me. And even that, I had to build up my trust in myself. I had to repair my relationship with myself. Okay? We're a work in progress. I trust me. So people is whatever. The issue I have is with this higher power, this so-called God or whatever you want to call it, the source or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. I and my heart, I can't treat people like that. So I can't abide a higher power that treats its subjects like that if there is one. So that's my real, my real beef is now with people. Fuck people. <laughs> my real beef is with this God character. You know, and maybe I just need to work it out of my consciousness that there is even a God. But while I'm here and struggling with it, I have some serious, serious beef with this motherfucker. Let me tell you, <laughs> the reverence and respect people have, I do not. I do not. And this is coming from somebody, like I said, who is drinking the Kool-Aid. Let me tell you. The relationship I, or the, the love that I've had for this God character transcends religion. It, it wasn't even about Christianity or, or whatever the, you know, whatever the, the popular doctrine of the moment is. It wasn't even about that. It was about me developing a relationship with the creator. And when you don't have any purpose or anything instilled in you, any even synchronous response from a creator type or you know anything of that sort when all you have is nothing you're gonna have some real real beef with that you know i've spent so long looking and i get nothing no response no nothing 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 and on top of that i get a world that shits on me that's great I get, I get to be alone now because I simply have a different viewpoint that's not in line with what society says it should be. And society says, consume, consume, consume. Be a piece of shit. Be a slave. Don't give a fuck about anybody but yourself. Like, you know, these are just things. And I, I, that's the question I have is... Was, is it because I was raised a certain What makes me different? Why the fuck? <laughs> Why the fuck did I have to, to be who I am? Hmm? Why, why, do, why do I have to feel? You know, everybody else can turn off their feelings and just do shitty things. But I have to feel. I, I'm the one who's like, no. These people are trying to control you. No. <laughs> This isn't the right world. Why is that me? Why, why the fuck did that have to be me? Hmm? What's the point? But you know, I'm just ranting. Um, in the end of it all, I still think it's important to maintain some form of masculine frame. So, for me... And I'm not saying every, this is every, I'm just giving you my 
opinion, okay? I'm not saying every man should do this because, you know, we're getting back to the cope situation. This is just how I cope. When I go outside to the grocery store or that's really all, that's really all I go out for nowadays. I might start going for walks again when it gets a little bit cooler. But when I go to the grocery store, even for that short period of time that I'm out or the drugstore, wherever I, wherever I have to go to, you know, run my miscellaneous errands, um, I make sure that I'm walking erect. I make sure that I'm well, you know, I'm well kempt. You can say uh, I don't focus too much on my hair being immaculate. You know, I have a, a nice beard that I like. Um, so, I, you know, I make sure my beard is okay. And I shave my head. So, you know, I don't shave my head all the, all the time, maybe once a month. But I always make sure that when I'm outside, I'm looking put together and it's on my frame. It's like, you know, I have a frame that's like, you don't want to fuck with me. Um, even though I'm thinner, I'm, I'm pretty thin. <laughs> I'm thinner than I've ever been, uh, to be honest with you, in my adult life anyway. But I make sure that I'm walking around with that frame. And I do live in the hood. So I'm not, and I don't look like a thug though. You know what I mean? So that comes with its own share of experiences. And that should be a fun little discussion uh, when that comes up. But I do have the energy of I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. And what I will say these are the things that comfort me um, living in this world without a so-called higher power or any form of balance or karma that really exists. Um, where the, the good men are treated like shit and even good people. The good people are treated like shit. But I can only speak for myself being a man. Um, I do have a couple of things going for me. So when I was a kid, I was bullied a lot. I was abused a lot. And I told myself that when I got the opportunity, I would raise myself up out of that situation. You know, I was even, I was a nerd. And it's funny because I wasn't really a nerd. I just wore glasses. And that just made things bad. <laughs> I just got that moniker, but I wasn't really a nerd. I, I think I'm a person of standard intelligence. I don't think I'm much smarter than anybody, especially nowadays. <laughs> but when I got older and I got the opportunity to learn how to defend myself, I sure as shit took it. <laughs> like I said, I learned a bunch of different martial arts. I learned how to box. You know, there's good old boxing. Man. You can't go wrong with some boxing. I learned me some Muay Thai, some jujitsu, some wrestling. You know, wrestling's cool too, man. I've learned I learned a few things. Capoeira, judo. Uh, and like, you know, I, I mentioned before some MMA training. But all throughout different parts of my life. I even learned Angolan capoeira. That was good. That was some good stuff. Um, but I say that to say, I walk around now and it's not like, oh, I'm afraid of myself and all. But I really do pity the fool. Like, I really do. Because there is a bit of, there is hatred in me. And there is anger. 
And I'm not saying I walk around so angry and surly. You know, when, I, when I'm outside, I have my headphones in. And if it's a song, and I'm listening to my, my iPod, right? I still have an iPod. I have an iPod Touch because the audio quality on that is just dope. So I have an iPod Touch with some Sony earbuds. And I'm just listening to my music. If it's a song that I like, I'm either singing along with it, rapping along, whatever the case is. And I don't care about any thug or any, you know, my block or anything of that sort or how anybody, anybody's opinion of me. I don't give a flying mother fuck. Okay? Because when I cared, the world didn't care about me. So I don't give a fuck. I'm out here listening to my music, chilling, having a good time, even though I'm completely alone. Right? And you have to have to deal with the loneliness and the solitude and the pain. It's fine. I'm listening to my music, having a good time. And I just pity the fool who who wants to fuck around and find out. <laughs> you know, I think that that's the last. Because there, there are reasons why I believe and and don't believe in a higher power. And I feel like the reason why I still somewhat believe in a higher power is because I'm ready for that smoke. I am ready. I am all in. I'm not a suicidal person, but I'm completely ready to die. And I, I understand why people have resorted to suicide, but it's simply there are times where I felt like I really didn't want to be alive. It still happens sometimes. It's not, it's not even like a, oh, what was me? I don't want to be alive. I'm going to end it. It's not even about that. It's why do you want to be alive on a piece of shit planet? <laughs> why do you want to be alive in a in a, a system that doesn't give a fuck about you, that just chews you up and spits you out? And the people around you, it does the same thing to them, but they couldn't be bothered to give a flying fuck. Why do you want to live here? I don't want to live here. <laughs> so for me, if we're playing, say this is, you know, the game of life, if this is poker, I am all in every i'm hedging all my bets i am all all of my my chips (laughs) all of my poker chips are in on this one i am ready to go at any given time because there's no there's absolutely no desire for me to stay here if there isn't any higher power that is presenting itself or or giving me purpose in some way then i what what could I be bothered to give a fuck? I'm just going to be a slave for the rest of my life and say, fuck it. I can't do that. I've tried. It's not like I haven't tried. If I could do it, I would be there. I would be doing it. But instead, I just walk around ready. Ready. <laughs> I am ready for it. I'm, oh, man. And you know. Back in the day, I would say, you shouldn't speak on these things because you don't want to attract these things to you. Man, I'm attracting that shit. I am ready for the fuck around and find out. So when I go outside now, nobody, nobody fucks with me. Nobody. (laughs) I don't have to worry about being afraid to walk on my block because, you know, the, the hood peoples is there and all this trash. I don't got to be afraid of none of that. I'm not afraid of no cops. I'm not afraid. Nobody. <laughs> All right. So that's how I that's how I cope. 
You know, it helps that I work out. Uh, I keep myself in shape. Um, I know how to fight. And, you know, knowing how to fight doesn't mean much nowadays because you can just get shot. But once again, I'm completely, I want to make sure if I'm getting shot that I don't end up in a hospital. I just want to make sure that I'm shot the fuck up so I can just <laughs> move on to whatever the next plane or nothing, whatever the next thing is, even if it's nothing. <laughs> I'm ready to get the fuck up on out of here. So I want to make sure that if I'm getting shot, I'm actually getting shot in a way. <laughs> if, if this is possible, I want to get shot in a way where I am killed and I don't have to worry about waking up at some damn hospital. Okay, a brother ain't got no insurance. So, <laughs> you know, so I say, hey, there's no God or if there is, doesn't give a fuck about me. Fine, fine. You know, people not worried about them. But I do, I do pity the fool. I do pity the fool because someone, someone of my stature, I have gone through life always, uh, as they say, being the bigger man and being, you know, and, and, and letting life kind of take a piss on me <laughs> so that I can do good by other people and I can, you know, be that good guy. You know, the, it's such a fallacy, the good guy fallacy. Uh, and, and that's fine. If, if I'm going to be uh, isolated as a result, if I'm going to be the solitary man as a result, so be it. That's just life. It is what it is. But somebody has to pay that tab. <laughs> somebody. So these are the things that go through my mind when I'm outside or when I'm in a situation. I'm like, I just, I really... I really pity, and when I say I pity, I'm not just saying I pity the fool. I'm not just saying it just to say it. I really earnestly mean it. The person who decides to fuck with me, I am, or I am so, so, and I don't, I don't even mean online because the internet, you know, people just uh, keyboard warriors. You know, everybody's hiding behind uh, their avatar online, so I can't do anything about that. So I don't care. I'm just talking about in my actual day-to-day life. You know, my experiences where I see somebody face to face to face to face, <laughs> face to face, the person who decides that they're they're going to test me or they feel froggy or whatever, they, whatever you want to call it. I actually feel for them because they're going to experience. You can say the wrath that I've built up for so long. You know, they're going to have to go through. So they're, they're, they don't just have to deal with, okay, they messed with the wrong guy or whatever. They have to deal with years, years of me being put through the shitter, <laughs> of me being shat on and actually not having it anymore. You know, which is why I believe there's a higher power. Because whatever this power is, they have me in this situation, but they make sure, they make sure, okay, well, yeah, he is socially isolated. Yeah, he... He doesn't get any pussy anymore. That's a wrap. Yeah, um, you know, he's going through all this sort of stuff, and he has to go through it alone, and all of his friends and family and, and so-called loved ones abandoned him uh, in favor of this wicked-ass society. But ain't nobody going to mess with that guy. <laughs> it's going to be promised to mess with that guy. Ah. Well, 
I guess that's it for now, right? But sometimes you got to ask, man. What's the fucking point? <laughs>